CJSW's funding drive is on right now. Head over to CJSW.com to show your support for this program. CJSW 90.9 FM, your beacon radio. If Trump is not elected, and if, and it's a big if, if he concedes, by no means certain, he has three months to apply his wrecking ball out of spite. He might just devastate the economy. Actually, there's something we must bear in mind about President Trump. He may be facing serious criminal charges if he's out of office and loses immunity. He has a personal reason to hang on. That's Noam Chomsky, and this is Alternative Radio. I'm David Barsamyan. This edition of AR features Noam Chomsky on the president, the pandemic, and the election. We are in uncharted territory, as the media incessantly remind us. We are on the eve of an election amidst a pandemic. The president has declared in advance that the election is a hoax. It is rigged, he says. He would not even commit to saying he would honor the outcome. We'll see what You're listening to a special funding drive edition of CJSW Originals. To support the diverse spoken word content you hear every week, visit cjsw.com slash donate or call 403-220-5000. This is Live Wired in Calgary. Hey everyone, welcome to a special edition of Live Wired in Calgary. I'm your host, Darren Kraus, editor at LiveWireCalgary.com. While I'm not in studio this month to record, I do acknowledge that I'm still recording on traditional Treaty 7 land. As many of you are already aware, it's Funding Drive Week here at CJSW. It's a critical time each year as the funds raised this week go to operating CJSW for the upcoming year. If you want to get a head start on making that donation this year, you can do so at cjsw.com slash donate or by calling and hearing the voice of one of the amazing phone fairies at 403-220-5000. Every pledge is appreciated, and I thank you in advance. Now, with that pledge in mind, before we get deeper into the show, whether you're an avid listener, an occasional listener, or if this is the first time you're hearing my voice here on CJSW, I'm challenging at least five of you to step forward as this show airs to make your pledge. You've got 30 minutes, starting now. The theme for this year's funding drive is Beacon Radio and how CJSW is a beacon of community for a lot of Calgarians, especially now. COVID-19 has reshaped our worlds and in some cases shut us off from others. We're in our homes, we're in our cars, often separated from that world we once knew. But more than just what's happening in the world today, CJSW has been a beacon for so many different arts, cultural, social, business, and academic communities. 
and in my case, the media. Let me take you back to January 2018, when I was still the proud editor of Metro Calgary. You know, that once reputable free daily newspaper that punched way above its weight in local news. Well, I was let go at that time. And without diving into a psychotherapy session, suffice it to say, it hurt. In retrospect, of course, the writing was on the wall, perhaps, but you never really expect it especially when you are operating the most successful edition in the country. So, it stung. Shortly after, though, as determined as ever, I launched Livewire Calgary. It's an upstart, independent online media outlet that focused on the community. No sooner had I launched did I get a note from Mike Todd, who was the spoken word news coordinator at that time. He invited me to participate with CJSW to provide the show that you know today as Livewired in Calgary. It's been two years now, and this is our 26th episode. Needless to say, at a time when I was discouraged, when I was knocked down, CJSW became a beacon. It was a beacon that lit the way forward for me and for Livewire Calgary. It was the boost I needed that lent immediate legitimacy to my months-old news organization. I'm pretty thankful for that. Since then, I've had dozens of guests tackled numerous news topics and had the pleasure of bringing untold stories to the CJSW audience. All right, now let me tell you about what having the show has done for me personally. But... Before I get there, it's a perfect opportunity for me to remind you to go to cjsw.com slash donate to make your pledge. Remember, I challenged at least five of you to take the plunge. You can pledge anywhere from a buck to $500. You can make a one-time donation or a monthly pledge. Of course, I can't forget to tell you that there are goodies when you make your pledge. Like, for 30 bucks, you get the friends card. That has more than 150 local businesses included. And you can get discounts, folks. Who doesn't need a discount right now? The goal this year is to raise 200000 But with every goal comes a stretch goal. So we're trying to reach $250,000, a cool quarter million. And this year, the mentality is friends, not funds. What that means is we are perfectly happy having more people make a pledge with fewer dollars. But if you do make a pledge, we want you to challenge a friend to do so as well. You can go to cjsw.com donate or you can call 403-220-5000 to make your pledge. I left off telling you how CJSW was a beacon for me back in 2018. At a time when things weren't going so well after the Metro, it was a light. It's actually been much more the launch pad for a spoken word program, though. I suspect it's been a, the same for a lot of people that have come through the doors here as staff or as volunteers or as producers. The thing that sticks out to me the most is I have learned so much. 
A soundboard is no longer a strange panel with a bunch of knobs, buttons, and sliders. Software programs with colorful blocks of squiggly noise lines no longer intimidate me. I learned how to conduct better interviews over the phone because, after all, this is for radio, not for print, which I had been accustomed to over the years. The learning curve has been so substantial, but so rewarding. So rewarding, in fact, that I now have my own high-quality mic to do all the interviews. And with that audio, I'll quite often repurpose some of the interviews that I do for Livewire Calgary into little audio clips for people on the website. I've also invested in my own sound software. What it did was it ignited in me a passion for audio broadcasts. There's no way I can be alone there. CJSW has more than 110 music, spoken word, and multicultural programs done in more than 10 languages. CJSW has given that same freedom to express oneself to hundreds of others over the years. In doing so, it's enriched the fabric of Calgary. Let's not let that be conveyed, Calgary. Right now, go to your computer, your tablet, your smartphone, tap in cjsw.com slash donate and click on one of those donation amounts. And then remember, tell a friend to do the same. We're trying to get five of you during this 30 minute segment to make your pledge. For more than 30 years, CJSW has provided a platform for voices like mine and so many others to reach Calgarians. This is the most important fundraiser of the year for CJSW. The success in years past has helped them provide countless opportunities to local artists, musicians, and community voices that so often go unheard. This is literally an investment back into Calgary. It's an investment in that beacon for so many Calgarians. Probably one of the cool things that I really like about CJSW is they're a lot like me and like Livewire Calgary. They're independent. They're not beholden to corporate interests and they're flexible, they're lean, and they have the ability to respond almost immediately to, to the community's needs. But that comes with a lot of responsibility too. They have seven dedicated staff to run the station. And like I mentioned, there are hundreds of volunteers that help. Over the years, however, without the support of CJSW listeners, they wouldn't have been able to move into this awesome space at Mac Hall on the campus at the University of Calgary. They've also had the chance to bump up the wattage from 4,000 to 18,000 watts. That's almost quadruple the size, quadruple the wattage, so they can reach more people in Calgary and southern Alberta. They launched a website. And with that website came a portal that provided for podcasting opportunities. Shows like mine, Live Wired in Calgary, are spoken word done in podcast form. We wouldn't have a place for it to live if it wasn't for CJSW and the loyal donors from years past. In 2018, the big purchase was a brand new backup transmitter. We all know that sometimes things can fail. So it's always good to have a backup plan. Without one, we'd lose that, yes, that beacon. All of this is where your pledge goes. It goes into the operation of this iconic campus radio station.
Now, having been here and been a part of the CJSW family for two years, I kind of wonder where this city would be without it. As I mentioned, because of the show, I've had the opportunity to have a number of guests over the past two years. Um, One of the great things about it is I was able to have many of them in studio. Here's one of those studio interviews that I was able to do. It's a segment from really early on in December 2018. It was episode five, and I talked with Calgary author Sean Hunter. So when's the last time you read a novel or poem that gave you a little piece of Calgary? If you're like me, probably never. Sure, we read about our city in the news or commentary, but rarely do we read about it in prose. Joining me now is Calgary author Sean Hunter to talk about her new book, Calgary Through the Eyes of Writers. Sean, thanks for taking the time. Thank you, Darren. So maybe start off, just describe this book in your own words. This book is a personal journey and a treasure hunt. Um, The two go hand in hand uh, all along. A very personal significance for me to find my city, the city where I grew up, in the pages of literature. Also a treasure hunt because one thing led to another. I had no idea what was lying under the surface, on the bookshelf, in the stacks of the library, in the files of the Glenville Archives, treasures. And if someone were sitting on my shoulder while I was doing the research for this book, they would have heard continual gasps of excitement. There you go. That's good. And, you know, you, you kind of said it was a, a little bit of a, a, a treasure hunt. One of the first things that struck me comes early on when you're laying the book's foundation where uh, Alberta writer John White said, Calgary is a poorer city for the failure of authors to bring it alive. Now, you've obviously, I mean, you've got a collection of works. You've, you've found stuff that goes way back to the 1700s. You know, you've got stuff that is, that is more recent. So clearly that's not the case, is it? No, it is not the case. Sometimes you accept these um, declarations, and you you carry on with your life and think they're true. But if you poke away at them, you find that uh, perhaps they're not capturing the whole story. And John White, I thank him, actually, for poking me with a stick. <laughs> uh, because I really did set out to, to see if I could prove him wrong. We're sort of our own worst enemies. We don't know what we've got. We don't know our own stories. That's the one thing that CJSW does so well, not just in my program, but with so many others. It provides a voice, an audience for so many things local. This is the real glue that holds the city together. When we get to learn about and share the different things that are going on in Calgary, we are all the better for it. Here's another one from the Highlight Vault. This one's from April 2019, episode 10. I talked with Tony Whalen. He's the son of iconic Calgary sports broadcaster, the late Ed Whalen. I had learned that Ed had recorded a CD called Songs for Nomi. Nomi Whalen was Ed's wife. It was a charming story that brought back memories not only for me, but for Tony as well. Your dad... uh 
put together some songs for your mom years ago. Uh, maybe tell me about that, and then tell me where we're at today with this uh, this CD release. Well, uh, <laughs> it's it's an interesting story because you know, when everybody thinks of him, uh, they naturally always think of his broadcast voice, and his broadcast voice was incredibly distinctive, uh, and what made him stand out from the pack when everybody else was sounding like Lauren Green back in the day. Um, so everybody's really used to this nasally, you know, hello, hello hockey, hockey fans. fans. Yeah. that. <laughs> and, uh, uh, the last thing that most people would think of is he's a singer because I <laughs> mentioned that to anybody and they're like, really? Kind of cocked their head sideways a little bit. So this, this disc came about, um, years ago. Uh, my dad, my dad was a big softy and a romantic mm -hmm. and he, uh, he did have some ex experience, uh, singing with a big band behind him, you know, uh, old, old style swing. And, uh, so he recorded these songs, uh, specifically for my mom as a gift. And how cool is that? How romantic is that? That's, that's, that's just neat. But these were on a reel-to-reel -reel for years, uh, you know, actual reel-to-reel -reel tape. My mom kept these, uh, you know, squirreled away, hidden away somewhere, and uh, they didn't get they didn't get uh, played or heard for I don't know how long. And after he passed, we were thinking about these songs and uh, how touching they were, and how cool it is to hear Ed Whalen sing, mm -hmm. and. Well, you know, hey, what can we what can we do with this? What can we do with this that's cool? What can we do with this that Eddie would love? And what can we do with this that would uh, generate a little bit of support for uh, one of the causes that he loved to support? So we ended up taking this old reel-to-reel, -reel, taking it to a local company uh, to have it remastered and uh, fixed up a little bit. And I mean, there was only so much you can do with a with a 40 year old uh reel of tape but i think considering its age it sounds pretty good and you know for uh for a couple of years i think they were available for purchase at local grocery stores and stuff like that and we had uh, uh we had all the proceeds go to the alberta adolescent recovery center stories like this get brought to life by cjsw you won't hear them on the other radio stations at least not at the length of some of these interviews so when you go to cjsw.com slash donate, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, that's what you're making your pledge to support. You're ensuring a strong and healthy independent radio station continues to thrive here in Calgary. It's so important for many Calgarians. It's a beacon. It's something they rely on. It's their rock during this difficult time. Of course, CJSW is also here to share with you in the good times, too. CJSW.com slash donate. Click on a donation amount and you're on your way. Simple as that. Or you can dial up the phone fairies at 403-220-5000. Remember, that goal is 200000 through the course of this week. Uh, and you know what? Some of the donations do come in a little bit after that. If you're feeling generous, though, even when times for many of us are tough, we do have that stretch goal of $250,000. All right, so we brought you quick highlights of Sean Hunter and Tony Whalen. Those are softer, more human stories. 
But we also do the news here at Live Wired in Calgary. It's a twist to the CJSW selection that gives listeners some hearty vegetables among the many great sweets they offer in all of their programs. Here's a recent clip of my conversation with Alex Middleton. He's a political consultant and communications expert. We talked about Calgary's upcoming municipal election and whether or not Mayor Nenshi would run again. I'm speaking with Alex Middleton. He is a communications consultant and political strategist with Champion Communications. Alex, we have seen sort of the tenor, sort of the the, the discourse change, um, and, and I would argue maybe not for the better here in the past uh, few years. It's become a little bit more polarized, a little bit more uh, always on the attack. Is that something you expect to see in this upcoming municipal election? Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be a very bruising, probably very nasty election, and I think especially amongst those who are vying for, for the mayor's seat. I mean, you know, Farkas has uh, come out early, which I think is, you know, probably a pretty smart move. If you look at what he did when he announced that he was running for Councilor Ward 11, he announced early. He had about a year head start compared to some of the other councillors uh, or councillor candidates. And I think that he was looking to get that conservative support. But you know, we've got Farkas coming out early. I would imagine Jeff Davison will probably announce pretty soon. There's rumors that Jody Gondank will announce pretty soon. And, you know, don't forget, these are sitting councillors who have, you know, 12 months to go on their term that are representing their writings. Now, <laughs> you know, uh, we have a, a pretty contentious city hall right now. And I think that's even going to get worse, you know, when they're grandstanding or they're trying to get media attention and they're supposed to be working with their council colleagues, but these, their, their, their council colleagues are going to be running for mayor. I think it's going to get very nasty. I mean, if you look with at Farkas, for example, you know, he has been very critical. He's been uh, accused of grandstanding. He's said some very inflammatory things uh, about his fellow city councillors. Uh, that's not getting better. That's going to get much, much worse. And it pains me to say it, but I think that we're going to see the same things on on on, on council level writings. Like, I mean, I think it's going to be, you know, a very very hot campaign. So, I mean, you you alluded to it earlier, and you did also in this one. There's a there's a really strong chance that we're going to see a major turnover here on city council this year. Uh, we've got folks like like Ray Jones, uh, you know, and and others who are not going to be running. There's going to be a lot of open seats if we do have Councillor Gondek, Councillor Davison also deciding to join the mayoral race. We could have half of council, as much as half of council, open for uh, newcomers uh, on the political scene. Do you see this as a good thing or are there potential pitfalls? I would say probably even more than 50% of the writings are going to be empty. And, uh, I would love to think that people who are running for office realize that we're in kind of an unprecedented situation with, with COVID and the economic stagnation in this province. And I would love to see that they would work together despite their political differences and their political affiliation to, to move this city forward. But some of the names of the people that are kind of banding about running, I just don't see that in their physical makeup. Alex, I'm going to put you on the hot seat here. Do you expect current mayor, Nahed Nenshi, to run again? <laughs> um, if I was a betting man, I would say no. I expect that he would not run again. I think that, you know, three terms... 
he's run and his uh, his popularity has decreased every uh, single term. Um, I think it's probably time for uh, fresh blood and uh, a new voice in the mayor's seat. That kind of controversial commentary from Alex Middleton is worth the pledge in itself. Am I right? Alex was on the Live Wired in Calgary show last month. This just goes to show you the breadth of topics that we cover and how CJSW is helping bring many of these shows to life. It's been two years that they've given me the opportunity to explore a new medium. As a lifelong print news guy, I never thought I'd have this opportunity. I couldn't even fathom it in 2018. At that point, I wondered if my career in Calgary media was over. But there was that beacon. They reached out to me at a time when I could most use the push. For me, it was a way to stay in media and amplify my voice once again. CJSW does that for so many others. Remember, cjsw.com slash donate. You can donate a few bucks or something more. 403-220-5000. There are pledge packs with many of the tiers. Don't forget that friend's card at the $30 level. 150 businesses and tons of discounts. With the last few minutes here, I just want to talk about one last thing. I've spoken a lot about how CJSW has been a beacon for me and for other programmers just like me. But they're a beacon in a different way too. For those Calgarians looking for a moment of escape, something to take their mind off of the challenges in the world today, CJSW has become a beacon for them too. There's an eclectic mix of programs. Some of the stuff is just outright, I mean, content that I've never, ever heard in my life. There's music, there's commentary, they've got great DJ personalities. Do we, do we still call them DJs? But anyways, all of it put together makes CJSW a one-of-a-kind gem in Calgary. A literal treasure. One worth supporting. Okay, since I'm pre-recorded, I don't know if I've met my target of having five of you make pledges during the show. I'm going to trust that you guys have met the challenge. Because I know how much CJSW means to you. I know that when you think about it as a beacon, it resonates. So one last time, let's get that phone ringing or the internet pinging, I guess. 403-220-5000 or cjsw.com slash donate to make your pledge. The goal is 200,000. The stretch goal is 250,000. We can all pull together to make it happen. This allows CJSW to go into the next year to provide all of this great programming, to provide a place for voices like mine and so many others. It helps seven staff people continue with their employment. It, it helps provide a space for more than 200 volunteers to be able to come in and to, to fellowship with others and, and to congregate and have a space and to, to participate in something that they can be proud of. So with that said... I want to thank you for listening to this special edition of Live Wired in Calgary. Thank you so much for the pledges, and we will talk to you next month. 
I'm Deborah Lamb, a voice from the past, CJSW's first ever female announcer from 1972, and Calgary's first ever female DJ. And you're listening to CJSW 90.9 FM. What she said here on CJSW 90.9 FM. My name is Jasmine. I am the spoken word coordinator here at the station and not the typical host of Yeah, What She Said, as you may or may not be able to tell. Um, but I thought, hey, it's 2020 funding drive. I thought I'd hop on the mic. I'm excited to be here. I kind of wanted to talk about one of my favorite programs here at CJSW. So that is why I'm here. I'm joining the studio with Jess. What's up, Jess? Hey, everybody. As Jasmine said, my name is Jess, and I am the production coordinator here at CJSW. Really excited to be here. Not a whole lot of involvement on this podcast uh, specifically, but the whole thing is I'm a huge fan of Yeah, What She Said. I think it's such an important program. I am very, very passionate about it. So the fact that I ever that, that I even get to be on here to speak about it is just such an honor in itself. Totally. So... Like I said, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. We're just excited to be on mic, talking to you guys about some of our awesome programming here. Yeah, what she said has been on since the 80s. That's like almost 40 years. And yeah, it's one of our legacy podcasts here. And we just want to keep this thing going. Like we just want to keep awesome programming coming out. This is a feminist program that focuses on issues that surround um, women and like their day to day lives. And it's just awesome to hear it. You'll love to see it. Yeah, we want to give a special thanks to everybody who's been involved in this podcast because it is a collective. We'll speak more about that on the next break. But a lot of people have committed their time, their energy, their passion to this podcast because they realized the importance of having a program like, yeah, what she said on the airwaves. So we want to keep that this good thing going. And you can do so by helping us by visiting cjsw.com slash donate or calling 403-220-5000. Let's hear those phones ringing. Let's support uh, representation in the media. Absolutely. Um, I've already been blown away by the generosity of our listeners and to see that we have such a following here, to see we have so many people who love the station as much as we do, it's just so heartwarming. Um, and like I said, I, I think I said I'm excited 10 times because I'm just so excited. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's an exciting time. It's just like to see everybody come together. You just you, you get this like a little flutter in your heart. It's so nice. Yeah. So let's let's listen to some tunes, some feminist women based tunes. Get the vibe going, and we'll come back and talk about this awesome program a little bit more. What track are we going to play, Jasmine? So we're going to listen to Cool Sluts by Chastity Belts, because you know what? Like, maybe we're all cool sluts. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I think we are. And just a disclaimer that there are some swears throughout the program. We're going to try to give you a heads up, uh, but you're going to be so encapsulated by these tunes. It'll be all good. Let's let's, have a good time. Let's keep it rolling. (laughs) Thank you. 
And we are here. 2020 CJSW Funding Drive. Jasmine and Jess holding it down on the program, uh, asking for your support for community radio, for spoken word programming. Uh, it actually takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of research, a lot of knowledge, and a lot of vulnerability to share your experience on the airwaves. Um, it took me a long time to figure out how to do that, but I'm so, I guess I'm very admirable of uh, the folks that are putting in their time and energy to do so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm still in the learning process. I'm, I'm pretty new here, but um, just seeing how passionate everyone is about their programs and literally like the, the amount of time that they put into creating these spoken word programs and how passionate they are is, is really great to see. Um, but especially this, yeah, what she said, like I said, it's one of our legacy programs. It's been around since the eighties. It has a ton of amazing content. Some of the interviews they get are just so thought provoking and they just kind of cover topics that I've never even really thought to consider. Totally. And because this program has been around for so long, um, you know, growing up, I always tuned in to Yeah, What She Said. I always kind of wanted to hear the different types of voices uh, that were on for this program. And I didn't see a lot of representation in the media for somebody that, you know, looked like me, that sounded like me. Um, I always felt like maybe I didn't belong. I didn't, uh, you know, I wasn't in a position to speak up about things that I was, you know, passionate about. And Yeah, What She Said, all the folks, uh, on that collective really inspired me uh, to be more vocal about how I'm feeling and, you know, to be uh, advocates for these issues that are happening in our community. And they actually started um, a blog uh, based on their podcast, uh, Yeah, What She Said. And um, there was an article that really stood out to me uh, about body representation in Diva Magazine, which was a big thing at the time, I believe. This was in, you know, the mid-2000s, maybe 2011, some time around there and uh, they were advocating against unrealistic beauty standards something that especially as a teenager um, I could relate to because I grew up with like 17 magazine and Vogue and all those things where um, I just didn't see myself in that and I didn't understand why I looked different than everybody else and uh, there was a line that they said where we want more realistic images of women in the media and we want it now and that demand you know they were like we have the right to have this and there was people that felt the exact same way that I did and I didn't feel alone. Um, so I really, truly think that means something. And it means something to have women on the airwaves expressing their feelings and being able to have somebody to look up to. For sure. Um, like, yeah, what she said is just like a podcast full of like very powerful women who are putting out powerful messages. And it's so awesome that CJSW provides a platform where that's kind of encouraged, not only accepted, but that's what we want. We want people who are passionate about like advocacy and, and putting out thought-provoking pieces that people don't really think about. And I mean, the thing with feminism is I kind of get concerned about like, oh, am I a bad feminist because I don't know everything about the topic. Oh, I can totally relate. Yeah. Yes. But ultimately there's so much to learn and it's about ever like challenging and accepting and learning and growing. That's that's what feminist is all about. And that's why this program's so amazing because I think it really kind of challenges you to learn more and change your perspectives. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I feel the same way. Like I'm always questioning my feminist knowledge and it wasn't until I really listened to Yeah What She Said that I realized that's what I should be doing. You know, I should be questioning things. I should be listening to other people's experiences because I don't, I'm not the expert on everything and anything. I'm only the expert on my own self, you know? And uh, I think the reason that Yeah What She Said is a collective is exactly for that reason. Um, so again, 
again, shout out to all the ladies who are holding down the fort on this program over the years and keeping it going because it's such an important one. Yeah, we've had a ton of hosts throughout the years. Um, shout out to Georgia and Adora. Those are some of our most recent um, hosts. There's also Kit, yeah, Sarah. Kit, Sarah, and I'm sure there are so many other uh, ladies that we just we haven't been around here over the years that have been a part of this program, but they're all a part of its legacy. Yeah, and I would love to see this this podcast go on for another 40 years. Let's keep sharing the stories of women throughout the time. Um, so if that's something that you want to support, drop us a line, 403-220-5000, or reach us on cjsw.com slash donate. And next up, we're going to get to a track by Queen Latifah, the, the queen. queen. Uh, this track is called Unity. Again, some swears throughout this track, but this is an iconic iconic song. Thanks, Jasmine, for this pick. Girl. I cannot wait to dance yeah. to this track right now in this booth because things are getting heated. We're getting fired up because we love Yeah What She Said and we know you do too. Yeah, and we love CJSW. Keep it locked.
You are listening to the 2020 Funding Drive episode of Yeah, What She Said here at CJSW. We've been rocking out some awesome tunes. That was Unity by Queen Latifah, the queen herself. Um, Yeah, and we already have some awesome donations coming in. What do we got going on? Yeah, can you believe that we have some people to thank? I'm so excited about this. We have Jason uh, and Raina, two people... Uh, who believe in the power of Yeah What She Said, who love community radio just as much as all of us folks over here. And uh, our show total is at $210. I'm actually so excited about that. <laughs> Honestly, like anything. I know times are tough right now, so like anything that anyone can contribute, it's really, really exciting to see. Um, I mean, we have a lot of awesome incentives that you can get at the $30 level, $100 level, $200 level, but ultimately anything you're able to like provide to us, we really appreciate it. Um, I know this year there's also the option to kind of do a payment plan, um, like $300. Like a lot of people don't have that kind of coin just lying around. I know I don't. Um, so you have the option to pay every month like $10 a month for 10 months or whatever it is that you can afford. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of different ways to support the station. Absolutely. And then in exchange, get a little little bit of a token of appreciation from CJSW uh, for keeping this incredible place going, whether it be a local laundry t-shirt or sweater or friends card that you can kind of use as a roadmap to visit uh, various places within the community. Um, and, you know, you get to kind of be a friend of CJSW. I mean, not even kind of, absolutely. You are a friend of CJSW, and that truly, truly means something. And um, on top of that, your funding drive dollars go towards making podcasts like Yeah, What She Said sound so immaculate and uh, being able to capture essences in the community, um, like Adora, who would go out to protests and, you know, go out with a Zoom recorder, which is a little device where you can capture sounds portably in the community and, uh, you know, bring them into the studio, edit them, do some production work, and make it sound really great as if you're there on the airwaves. Yeah, there's a lot of infrastructure that's required to make these podcasts, um, even outside of the editing and all of the uh, post-production steps of making the podcast. But you're right, just going out like with your Zoom recorders and capturing the interviews of people, like that's how you get like the real voices of Calgary and like really feel like what's going on. So we need this infrastructure to make these podcasts happen, and it's all through donations by our lovely friends. Absolutely. And again, we're encouraged to do this, which is so so important. Have a safe space to be able to come here um, once a week. However many times volunteers wish to be here, our doors are open and welcoming to all. And uh, they get the create the creative space to use this as a hub to explore ideas, explore important topics, and essentially, yeah, what she said is, you know, advocating in the community for social change. And there are so many spoken word programs in general that we have right now, like Indigenization Across the Nation. Uh, We have Them Fatale, which is a new music program, Bumping Into Walls. Uh, All of these programs are existing and thriving here at CJSW, thanks to your support and your belief in them. Yeah, these are these are really programs that you wouldn't see on any other mainstream radio station. Like this is such a special special place where we have the opportunity to to provide the voices of of people who wouldn't have a platform otherwise. So again, if you believe in the power of diversity and the power of representation, 
please like visit us at cjsw.com slash donate. Anything helps. Um, and maybe you can get yourself a friend's card or a nice sweater for this cold winter. You're going to need it. And again, 403-220-5000. We want you to ring our bell. If that wasn't a hint for the next song coming up. It's such a fun one. It's by Anita Ward. And uh, oh, beautiful, beautiful song. And every time that little ring in the background goes off here in the booth, you are making somebody and every, actually everybody here at CGSW's day. There are a few folks out there that are just like cheering, excited, ecstatic um, because of your belief in us, because of your love for us and our love for you. We wouldn't be here without you. So if you love yeah, what she said, cgsw.com slash donate 403-220-5000. Here is Ring My Bell by Anita Ward.
That was Anita Ward with Ring My Bell. And let me just say, people are ringing our bell. And it's got me losing my mind. I'm so excited. Um, we got Isn't lots... that the greatest feeling? I know. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to people <laughs> being so supportive, but I love it. Um, yeah. So, again, we're in the studio today. We're just talking about Yeah What She Said, one of our favorite podcasts here. Um, it is one of our legacy podcasts. It's been on for over 40 years. And it just feels like it wouldn't be a funding drive edition of Yeah What She Said um, without kind of playing homage to the past hosts. Again, um, there's been tons of hosts who've been on this podcast. It's a collective of female voices. So I thought we would take, let's take adventure back like the last couple years and let's kind of get in the way back machine and see what the other hosts have been up to over the years and what content they've produced. So everyone get in the way back machine with me and let's hear some voice of the past. Yeah. And if you recognize their voices, 403-220-5000, cgsw.com slash donate. They've been doing some incredible work over the past while, again, holding this incredible program down. So uh, yeah, I cannot wait to hear this. (laughs) I cannot wait to hear these voices. So let's get to it. Listeners, welcome to Yeah What She Said on CGSW 90.9 FM. My name is Sorel. And my name is Sarah. And this month we're looking at the LGBTQA community here in Calgary and around the world. It's been a lot of fun talking to so many people. This is Yeah What She Said on CGSW 90.9 FM. I'm Kit. And I want to talk about the importance of physical women's spaces in Calgary. Hello, you're listening to Yeah What She Said here on CJSW. And my name is Georgia Jones. I'm your host this month. Now, this month is also Funding Drive at CJSW. Welcome to Yeah What She Said on CJSW 90.9. My name is Adora Wonfor, and we are talking menopause. The actress Halle Bailey has been cast as Ariel in the Little Mermaid live action remake and this sparked huge uproar online and I'm sure around water coolers and spawned the hashtag not my Ariel. I assumed that that feminism was just something that we all were you know (laughs) that we were all strong women This year, 150,000 women marched in Mexico City to protest femicide in that country. A growing and electric movement of feminist protest has come out of Latin America in the last six months. On this episode of Yeah What She Said, we bring you a feature interview with Otep Shamaya, singer, poet, voice actor, artist, and activist. We'll talk about the many different perspectives about the power of love, sex, and relationships. Young and beautiful could charitably describe any woman in this room. Any woman walking down the street outside. But it doesn't describe me. Not in any meaningful way. (laughs) 
And there you have it, folks. Some voices of the past. Yeah, what she said. It's been on the air forever. My plan is to hopefully keep it on the air forevermore. So with your support, we can do that. That was two minutes of clips. That's how many show hosts we've had on this program sharing their experience, opening up to the listeners, and speaking about very, very important topics that you won't hear covered anywhere else, in, at least in this community. Yeah, and that's pretty much it for us today, folks. I appreciate everyone listening and letting us come on the mic and talk about what we're passionate about. It's really exciting to see that other people in the community are passionate about it, too. Yeah, what she said, uh, voice the voice of the female collective. Yes, thank you, Jason. Thank you, Raina, for pledging your support, uh, for being an advocate for these issues, too, um, and helping Yeah, what she said continue on for years to come. That is our goal. That is our hope um, because we are, again, big fans of this program just like you cjsw.com slash donate or 403-220-5000 will go towards making spoken word programming strong and making cjsw strong because this really this is one of my favorite places in the world you're giving people a place of belonging yeah and make sure to tune in on the third monday of every month to catch more spoken word programming um especially yeah what she said here we go with typical girls by the slits thank you calgary so much we love you love you CJSW, let's go to the beach. We're going to the beach. To the beach, what beach? To the beach, that beach. The CJSW Beach, 90.9 FM. Oh yeah, to the beach. Here at CJSW, we'll take you on a secret special trip to a secret location. And we won't tell you what that location is until you get there 
And then you find out it's a beach. Cause CGSW will take you to the beach. All summer, all summer, baby, we're going to the beach. To the beach. Hope you brought your goggles. Cause we're going underwater at the beach, at the beach, at the CGSW beach. The beach, the beach, the beach. All summer, baby, at the beach. Mm-hmm. 